Placas Naka. It's the 21st episode. Are you posted the last one? Uh, it's going to come out on Friday. Welcome back to episode 21 of the Catching Feelings podcast. Tonight's our last night together in Florida. Placas Naka. But it sucks because you just got your own room, so we could have like saved money on... We could have saved so much money. Housing, but that's okay. Of course, things always have to work out that way. Um, so because of all the rain delays and, like, other circumstances, I was only able to see two games this trip, which, I mean, I'm not mad about. Like, that's still a good amount of games, <laughs> and we still got to do a lot of fun stuff, so. No, but it sucks for me because every time Nikki comes, I get hits, so the fact that you're only able to see two games. Yeah, it's, like, wasted. Yeah, it was wasted. Wasted trip. Yeah. <laughs> I could have gotten you a lot more hits. But today was actually a really good game to end on. I didn't think it would be good because, like, day games usually aren't the greatest because everyone's super hot and, like, tired. But you had a pretty good game. There were no runs, like, across the board until the seventh inning. And Micah, well, first someone walked and then you came up to bat. There's a wild pitch. And now there's a runner scoring position on second. And then he got a hit. So scores 1-0. And that should have won the game, but other things happened too. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> but. <laughs> <coughs> okay, I wanted to do like a short breakdown of that hit though. Because, so can you explain it? Because. Yeah, can you just explain what happened? Yeah, I don't know why you just... I, I could have just ex- explained the situation, but... No, 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 yeah, you can. You did, a, you, you did a good job. Did I? Okay. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, but you you left out the biggest detail. Okay, what is was it? Was that it was two outs. Oh. See, I, I would forget stuff like that. Yeah. Continue. Uh. Anyway, so... Yeah, it was two outs. The batter before me walked. Went to second on the wild pitch, like Nikki said, and then I... I was up to the plate with two outs, and it started raining. Oh, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so then I thought that I was really – it was actually big feel by the umpires for letting us just play the game. Yeah. Because I mean, it was, like, coming down really hard. It was pouring. Absolutely pouring. Yeah. Anyway, big feel by the umpires. Um, so I don't even remember what count I got to, but I hit a single with two strikes. Yeah, it was with two strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hit a single with two strikes, and our runner scored from second base with two outs because it's like an automatic sign with two outs. Yeah. But, yeah. Plus, it was 0-0. Anyway, so, well, the reason we're talking about this is because... Just explain what happened next. Yeah, just, like, I'll just explain, like, my mindset. Okay. No, anyway, no, no, okay, well, yeah. I got the hit. So, I hit it to left field. The left fielder came in and tried to throw the runner out uh, at home, trying to score from second. But... I went, I mean, it was an obvious single, but I tried to take second base because with two outs, I want to force the catcher to redirect the throw. Yeah. So that the run will score and he gets me out instead. So the catcher came up, the run scored, he cut the ball off Mm -hmm. and tried to gun you out at second. Yeah. And he he did get you out. Yeah. Which is But the run scored, so it didn't matter. Yeah. But like, I didn't understand that just watching because I was like, oh. You just got out. Like, you could have just stayed at first. And, like, why'd you go for second? Yeah. 
But then after hear, hearing your explanation, I realized I was missing some pieces. Yeah. See, like, you know a lot about baseball, but, like, that's the kind of fine detail stuff that we we learn about that I guess most people don't know. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing, like, anyone in the stadium, even other baseball players would have been like, oh, what, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, like, oh, like, that's so dumb. Why do you get through? You know you're not fast. Like, why are you trying to go for yeah. an extra base? Because in my head, that was our catcher running at second base. Yeah. And I know with two outs, Marty... Like it's you're he's sending you regardless yeah. of like where the balls hit, so I know he, I knew Marty was sending him, and it was our catcher, so he's not the fastest. Mm-hmm. So I I knew it would be a close play at home plate, so like I I really wanted to force the catcher to try and like redirect the ball. Yeah, and, and it did. worked. The Phillies are really are they the Phillies put a lot of uh, importance on base running, I guess. Like we we steal a lot and like. We do a lot of base running practice, like practice, yeah, and video review and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but so they want us to err on like the more aggressive side. So like nobody's ever going to get in trouble for for running aggressively. Yeah. Like they're going to tell you to stop if they want you to stop being so aggressive. Yeah. So not only were you being aggressive, but you also had like a it was good intention. reason. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because I was saying like reviewing the video, it's like a 15 second video total so like you probably had to make that decision in a split second yeah which is honestly insane (coughs) we also slow mode your base running and you like perfectly hit the inside corner of the base and we also like slow mode one of your other yeah there was a hit i had last week it was like a slow infield single Mm -hmm. and if i didn't hit the very front part of the base i probably would have been out yeah if i stepped on top i probably would have been out and like in all your videos you hit like the exact spot that you're supposed to so i was like do you guys practice that kind of stuff like hitting the front of the base hitting the exact inside corner even your slide to second we got tagged out you popped up with your foot on like the farthest outside corner that it could possibly be like everything is perfect like to a t yeah that was like the perfect play yeah they have like this really super high quality camera that they use to review their plays and stuff it's called an edgertronic it costs like fifteen thousand dollars yeah anyway it only produces like black and white video but it goes it has like so many frames per second that it's super slow-mo and it's like reviewing all of your movements under that video is like everything is a perfect science kind of amazing yeah i have to send that to you actually i forgot to send it to you oh yeah thanks um but yeah so that was like i don't know i just thought that was super cool it's i hate watching the games alone because i'm someone that i need to like confirm my thoughts with someone else like if i have an opinion on a play or whatever i need to like voice it to someone else and i need them to confirm or dispute my opinion so like I have to start writing things down during the game in my notes so that I can discuss it with you after you're done. Oh, uh, and the other thing is when I slid into second base, I tore a huge hole in my pants. Oh, yeah. And it ripped through my tights. So now I have a cut on my butt. Yeah, it's like a big burn. It, it kind of looks sore. Oh, yeah. Going back to writing things in my notes, I wrote down, did you tag that guy in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We picked off. Dude, today was actually a crazy game. Because we picked off two guys, and they picked off one of our guys at first base. Yeah. Which, like, 
Pickoffs don't really happen yeah. a lot. Someone almost got picked off at second today in extra inning. Oh, yeah. But I played first base, and one of the pickoffs was like a high throw from the pitcher. And then the runner, for some reason, didn't dive back. He just went back standing up. Yeah. And then I was just going after the ball, and I ended up punching him in the face. <laughs> and he was out. I just noticed you told him, like, something after when he was walking back to the dugout. So I was like... You must have got him in the face. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I've been dying to know the answer to this question. But if you could be any position besides the one that you play now, what would it be? I was just talking about this today in the clubhouse. That I think being a closer for like an MLB team is one of the coolest things. Really? Why? Because... Well, first of all, if you're a closing pitcher, most likely it means you throw 100 miles per hour. So that'd be sick if I could throw 100, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just like perfect world. But, like, think about it. You, you only have to pitch one inning most times. So you can just, like, go all out for one inning. Like, three outs is all you need. You can just go absolutely insane for three outs. That's true. And then, usually if the closer goes in, it's like a tight situation. And I, I love playing when it's, like, a close baseball game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. When it's, like, a tight ball game, you get, like, so much adrenaline. Yeah. It's fun. You handle the pressure well, too. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like uh, like making the last out of the game to, like, win is, like, super cool. That's true. Yeah. But def- I'd definitely be a pitcher. Yeah. Even starting pitcher. Because, like, if you're a starting pitcher, you only have to pitch one time a week. Mm-hmm. And then the other days, you can literally do whatever you want. That's... What do they even do? They must get so bored. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Pitchers are always, like, walking and running. They don't do anything, I swear. They're always, like, rolling out and... And complaining. <laughs> They're like, oh, we have to shag BP for you guys. It's like, well, what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shade to pitchers. I have another question, actually. Oh, okay. What is it? Would you rather be a hitting coordinator or a big league hitting coach? Like a minor league hitting coordinator? Yeah. Versus hitting a big league hitting coach? Yeah. <laughs> I think being a big league hitting coach would be cool for a little while. Uh-huh. Because, like, you're in the big league stadiums and, like, you work one-on-one with the, with the major league players. Yeah. But I think after a while, it get tiring. Because, like, you're basically a player. You follow the exact yeah, same schedule. Yeah, you follow the exact same things the players do. So then, like, you're never really home. Well, I mean, for baseball season. Yeah. You're never home. You can't spend time with your family and stuff. So I think it would be cool for a little while, and then it will get old. Mm-hmm. But if you're a minor league hitting coordinator, you can make your own schedule, which is sick. Because I was talking to um, Ochart, and he was saying, like, just in, he pretty much just goes to, like, every affiliate for, like, a week or two at a time. And then he'll go home for, like, a couple weeks. And then just, like, do the, do it all again. I was like, that's so sick. What is he, like, meant to do? What are his duties, like? As hitting coordinator? Yeah. I don't know. Make sure we hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, visit all the different levels and what? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's still his philosophy into the coaches or, like, actually just coordinate logistical things? I don't know. <laughs> Well, Ochart, if you're listening, we need to get you on the podcast. So we can figure out what your occupation actually entails. Yeah. Um, you need to explain what your job description is. Yeah. 
Okay, if you could be a hitting coordinator then, or a college, like, Division One baseball coach, which one would you be? That's actually tough again. I feel like I'll still do minor league hitting coordinator. Really? Because as I was... I said college baseball coach at first, like mm-hmm. head coach. But then that's kind of the same thing. Like, you're with the team every day. Yeah. Granted, it's like after school, though. Or like, they have school, No, it's too. like a full-time job. Yeah. Like morning lifts. If, yeah, if you're if you're like at a big-time school, it's a full-time job. Yeah. Do you think Not to mention like recruiting and stuff, too. Yeah. That you gotta do. Their season's probably longer then. Because yeah. when you guys are off, you're off. Yeah. I don't know. I love college baseball, though. Yeah. I don't like the direction that it's going in right now with, like, the transfer portal and the NIL stuff, but, like, yeah. I like the competitiveness of college baseball. Yeah. I like, mean, it like would gets be... gets kind of lost in minor league baseball. Yeah. It would be super cool to be, like, a head coach for a big program. Yeah. Because, like, everyone knows you, and, like, everyone loves the program and watching the games mm-hmm. and stuff. And you get better stuff, probably. Yeah. And you play such a big role. But, like, college coaches are always getting fired and moving yeah. around so it's not like a stable job especially if we're married and we have to like constantly move yeah that's states. the thing i see like yeah i see how the coaches always move around like the schools that were recruiting me and when we were in high school yeah like none of the coaches are in the same place yeah so like they move their whole family that's yeah, crazy every time but um the reason i was thinking of that is because like we were watching a lot of jackson holiday videos recently after the draft and then we were talking about like our son and how he will be when he grows up not that we're like gonna have kids soon but like in the future and then like how every great baseball player always has like a baseball parent yeah it's not fair yeah like he basically just grew up watching major leaguers like for me if i make it to the mlb like, that's strictly on me. Yeah. And, like, my hard work. Right? But, yeah. like... Not that he's not, like, a hard worker or deserving. But yeah, like, not, not to take that away from him. Yeah. But he was bred to do that. But, like, when when he got drafted, they were showing videos of him, like, at the All-Star game with his dad when he's literally, like, three years old. And he's yeah. running around the field with his dad. Yeah. And then even, like, this year's All-Star game, I was watching a little bit. And, like, Freddie Freeman had his son in the outfield. Yeah. And his son was, like, shagging fly balls during during BP. Yeah. And it's, like... (coughs) Like, all he's doing is watching all-star swings all day long. Because when you're a kid, you learn so much just from watching. Yep. So, like, obviously, if you're a kid and you're in a big league stadium watching, like, how they swing and how they feel ground balls, you're going to be really good. Yeah. From such a young age, too. Yeah. And, like, probably all everyone does is, like, toss some balls, like, uh-huh. make him catch. Like, hey, hit this ball. Like, yeah. hit some off the tee, whatever. That's why this year's draft, there were so many guys. Like, yeah. uh, Jackson Holiday went 1-1. Number two, Drew Jones, his dad. Yeah, Played exactly. for a long time. We were talking about this also, like, how basically, like, going back to the whole college coaching thing is, like, Jackson Holiday basically had to go one and one. Like there's really no other mm-hmm. way that he could have gone about it. Yeah. Like they needed him and he it's either go to the draft or play for your uncle 
and your entire hometown and your grandpa and like this big legacy school yeah. like it's all about the emotion nowadays for leverage and, his, and like his family's already like financially secure because his dad played for 15 years yeah, or whatever so like, so like he doesn't have to sign for the big money yeah like he could easily go to college if he wanted mm-hmm. to but they're paying him for like that emotional side yeah which is like big big leverage that's why i I don't like the nil stuff like the endorsements for college athletes Mm -hmm. i think it's it's so hard for professional teams to draft like the pros like the super high prospect high school kids nowadays Mm -hmm. because like if i was in high school right now and i was like a top 100 player in the country and like i would get drafted in the first two rounds or whatever i would definitely go to college because if you're that high of a prospect and you go to college, you're going to get, like, all these NIL endorsement deals. And you're going to make way more than you would playing Pro Bowl. Not to mention, like, to quote that minor league thread thing, like, he signed and then he ended up in a concrete hotel in Lakeland, Florida. Yeah. But if you sign to, like, Arkansas, their facilities are going to be, like, just as good as, like, a big league facility. Yeah. <laughs> like... like you're not going to be in no late. It's almost backwards Florida. now. <laughs> yeah. Like, before, players would be like, oh, of course I want to get drafted instead of go to college. Mm-hmm. But then now, if you're committed to, like, a really big school, you'd probably rather go to college than play minor league baseball. Yeah. Within the last five years, college baseball has gone, like, a scary route. Yeah, I don't like it. With the NIL deals, with the transfer portal, like, nothing... There's no integrity nowadays. Yeah, there's not. It's not, like school sports anymore so sad i can't believe drew jones hurt his shoulder i know that's literally like two days or three days after he signed his 8.1 million dollar contract he hurt got hurt yeah the d-backs are probably sick i tell people this all the time though so like last year my goal was to like be healthy all season yeah because between 2019 and 2020 like i was in rehab like three or four times for injuries so i try to explain this to people all the time like i think the biggest challenge from transitioning to high school straight into pro ball is just like learning how to stay healthy and stay on the field because in the high school season you play what like yeah in high school baseball you play like three games a week (laughs) and like and like 20 at most total yeah and you're only out on the field like on game days you literally only play the game like there's no practice Mm -hmm. and on practice days you're only out there for like three hours Max. But in pro ball, you're out there for, like, 8 to 12 hours a day. Yeah. It took me, like, two years just to figure out, like, wow, I need to get, like, way stronger and, like, eat way better and, like, improve my mobility and all that stuff. Yeah. You've changed so much, like, just in your habits yeah. on day-to-day, like, your routine. Like, making sure you get active recovery on your off days, too. Like, that's... Everything is, like, dedicated towards staying healthy Mm -hmm. it's a grind in that sense i think that's how i know i really want it yeah like sometimes i I like question a little bit like how bad do i really want it you know Mm -hmm. like i would i be okay like if it ended today or whatever Mm -hmm. i think just based on my actions and my habits that in itself shows like how bad i really want it yeah (laughs) because i wouldn't do all of this stuff if i didn't care we say it a lot that like everything you do is for baseball but it's because it's so true yeah like even the music that you listen to in the car Mm -hmm. is for baseball yeah i learned from our rental skills people that there's like research 
showing that the type of music you listen to can influence like your mood yeah so like before the game i'll well right before the game it's usually something more like upbeat like i don't know hip-hop or rap or whatever yeah but then if it's like way before the game where i don't really need to like get super excited yet that i just listen to like chill stuff like country music or whatever mm-hmm. you've been really into reggae recently yeah you're always like taking these pieces of information to heart and like actually implementing them and trying to yeah. test them out like i i've never seen you write anything off you always like take everything and then figure out what works for you because you never know until you try yeah and most of the things that i've like implemented are things that in the beginning i was like there's no way this really works yeah but then once i tried i love it <laughs> like there's a um mindfulness we call it we call it mindfulness thing that we do and well the mental skills coaches made us like a recording of it so like you, you lie on the ground or in your bed or whatever and then it like walks you through your body but it's like a tension release program mm. that you're supposed to do like before you go to sleep it feels so good really so it'll say like all right now squeeze your biceps as hard as you can squeeze 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 release and then you just like work down the body like mm. squeeze like take a deep breath hold it squeeze 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 <laughs> release like that kind of thing yeah and by the end of it your body is like floating wow and you can go right to sleep <laughs> i love doing that yeah it's amazing how you like remember all of this stuff and then you try it out for yourself though yeah i think once i get really good at baseball i'm gonna start learning spanish too how come i don't know i feel like well first of all the org like the Phillies would love that mm-hmm. if I like because our Spanish guys take English class mm. but then for us to take Spanish is like optional but nobody yeah. does it but there's a couple guys I know that do and like there's one guy in spring training that they called him up in front of like the whole organization and we're like so and so finished Spanish class or like Spanish level whatever and then everybody like, was cheering for him I was like damn that's cool <laughs> you're like you'll never let go of that academic side of yourself because you're bred to be that way yeah but like lucky. academic achievement no matter what just like feels so good because <laughs> yeah. it was the way that we were raised yeah you should do it though that'd be really impressive yeah I gotta get better at baseball first though <laughs> <laughs> I got Take too that. many things to worry about yeah. that's why I'm, I'm having the best year of my life not my life, my career, my professional career. Probably I, of your life. <laughs> it's definitely because I quit school. Oh, so you don't have to focus on yeah. both at the same time. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, school's I watch. Don't do it, guys. If you play professional baseball. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm about to start a four-year program, so. Now, I mean, you did it for a while. Like, it was good. You did it during COVID. Like, that was very practical. Yeah. You guys weren't able to play baseball. You took on a full course load. Like, that's respectable. Yeah, but think about how much better I could have been if I didn't do it. Yeah, if you were just training. Mm-hmm. School's always going to be there. You can always go back. Exactly. You might not even need school. Probably won't. Yeah. Not for, it's Everyone's different, though. Forge your own path. <laughs> I ain't going back. <laughs> I think that should be my goal is to not let myself have to go back to school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I hate school so much. I love baseball. So, like, 
I think you love go so far on baseball that I won't have to go back to school. It's weird because you love learning, but you hate the construct of school. Yeah. Yeah. I just like learning about things I actually care about. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I get and that. And if I don't care about it, then I don't want to hear it. That's respectable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So since this is our last episode before parting, I'm going to give an update of when we're going to see each other next. Um, Micah's season will go through mid-September and then hopefully he'll be in Seattle in November training at Driveline. And yeah, we're going to miss our seven-year anniversary though. So I wanted to bring that up. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's in September. I don't think we spent that together for like the last couple of years. Yeah. Seven years is a long time though. That is a long time. Sounds long. If you think about it, when we first started dating, we were both 14. This is our... It's going to be a third of our life together. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So, can you name seven things that you love about me? Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were serious. I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> like, if you really want to. Um, okay. I'm going to share something then. Uh, so, like, one of the main questions that we still get after, since we've been dating for so long, one of the main questions that I still get is about long distance, like, how we do long distance. Yeah. And um, I feel like we're really good at long distance. We've already shared our most valued tactic, like, the talking to each other every day, not talking to each other every day thing. Yeah. I guess. But then also... Something that I learned this trip, I think, or even up until, like, this point, uh-huh. is that, like, it's not that deep. Yeah. Like, everything's not that deep. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I think, especially as a teenage girl, like, at 14, 15, 16, even up to, like, 18 years old, you think that everything matters so much because, like, when you're insecure, you take everything to offense. Yeah. So, like... Anything you would say, I would be, like, overanalyzing it and thinking, like, applying it to myself and, like, trying to read super closely into it. Yeah. But I think my best advice to girls, because girls, I think, tend to overthink things a lot, is that, like, it's not that deep. Like, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I think boys generally, like, say things more bluntly because, like, they wouldn't overthink it themselves. But, like, we receive it differently, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it really doesn't matter. Yeah, girls be tripping out for no, no reason sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, I th- I think it took me a long time to realize that, though. That's good. Yeah. That's a good revelation to have. Yeah, so. Because it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I just wanted to share it. All right. That was actually a good piece of advice. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, should I, just buy, should I just buy an air fryer right now? An air fryer? <laughs> Why? Because I have my own hotel room now. Yeah. Oh, so you can make meals. So I can just put it on the desk. Mm. And then I'm probably going to get one anyway if I go to driveline, right? Yeah. Would you? What would you even cook? Like chicken nuggets or something? I guess. Probably like late night chicken nuggets. Oh, crazy. if you wanted to make breakfast, you could put the hash brown and bacon in the yeah. air fryer. Okay. I'll, go, I'll go stupid. Yeah. 
comment down below. Do you still have hash browns? If, yeah. Right, you Do you want me to make you some? Okay. Okay. Oh, what if we put the avocado on the hash brown? You said it, my oh boy. Oh my gosh, that would be you crazy. <laughs> that would that not be crazy? We're definitely doing that. Okay. Oh, have you ever heard the saying, if he wanted to, he would? Yeah. Like, I wash. Yeah. I honestly don't believe in that. Okay, that's good. I think... <laughs> I think that, like, it's true to an extent that, like, if I communicate that I want something or that, like, I find something a problem or an issue yeah. and you don't act on it, then I think it's an issue. But I don't think you can just expect someone to read your mind and, like, do something for you. Yeah. Like, like girls, if he wanted to, he would buy you flowers. Yeah, like, you never If he never asked me for flowers, then how am I supposed to flowers. know you want flowers? Yeah, or, like, oh, if he wanted to, he would, like, plan a surprise date for you or, like, plan more dates for you. Yeah. Like, if I really wanted you to do that, I would say, like, I don't know what I would say. Like, hey, can you, like, try to plan something one time? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. That knows what you mean. Yeah. But then, like, at the same time, you do some things that are, like, surprising and cute. Sometimes. Yeah. Good That's point. it. Um, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a rating down below. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.